Perfect. All right. Oh, okay. We're back. We're let back. Go. Okay. Let, 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 let go. We, 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 we're back, y'all. Um, so, welcome to another episode of the Excuse Me Brother podcast show. I'm your host, Brother Jay. I'm, I'm your color commentator, Brother Tay. I'm not going to lie to you. I was about to interrupt you be like, like welcome back to another show. Like, what's that nigga doing over there? <laughs> like a whole nother podcast for no reason. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Wait, what's going on on your side? Nothing. Just some things I think about randomly. You know, like that thing I messaged you about yesterday. Oh, <laughs> your dog trying to kill you in your sleep? No, nah, b- before that. Before that. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah. Where did you get that from? So I was watching an interview. About I was watching an interview of to uh, to put more context. I messaged every I messaged you and our producer Jeremy, and I messaged a few other friends. Like, do you think you like? Do you think you'd be able to date a porn star? And the reason I was thinking about that because like before I was leaving work, my YouTube was playing clips, was playing uh, album and preach, and they were doing a reaction to a porn star doing an interview about her dating life, and how hard it is. Well, no shit. Yeah, and like, and I just thought it out there. Like, I heard it for like maybe five, six minutes, and then I was, and then I was heading out, and then like on my walk to the train, which is about ten minutes, I had, I was thinking, I was like, damn, I was like, would I be able to date a porn star? I was like, what, like, what would be the reasons? And then I was like, I weighed out all the pros and cons, and I was like, yeah, I definitely do it. The cons heavily outweigh the pros, I'm guessing. No, the pros definitely outweigh the cons. Excuse me, brother. I definitely said I would do it. I don't know what you were paying attention to in the group chat. Like you and Jeremy went on a whole another tangent that I was so confused about. You're gonna have to explain. What do you mean? Why? What? What are the pros? So I I I brought it down. I broke it down into three three reasons. One, two, and it was like sixty six percent on why I would date a porn star. Why you? Why I would? And I got to think. And I don't remember. Like the first reason was that one is because they're like they're if I find them for me to date someone I would have to find if I find them attractive like and not really attractive if I find that I can be in a relationship with them I that means we have to have some sort of connection so that's all like even if it's a porn star anyone I'm always willing to accept whoever to date as long as they're not an asshole to just people randomly I guess or just mean and evil. I guess I'm fine with it. The other argument was that I would like at a certain point you would feel insecure, because especially since they do porn and you would you probably have seen their videos on porn, you'd be like like do I really measure up to that person or do I please them the way that this person did in that video? Like so it's an insecurity thing. And then the third reason I was like, and there's more of an ego boost for me. I was like. They did all this stuff, but they still chose to go out and date me for long term. Nah, I'm still I'm that nigga. Yeah, it's I'm not it. feeling that <laughs> at all. I don't agree with any of this at all. I don't need your. I personally don't need your opinion. If you want the honest truth, see my face. Did you see that 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 clip of um the Pivot podcast with Kevin Hart in it? Nope. And he was talking about one home. I forgot his, this guy's name. He was talking about how he likes to be in a nudist colony with his wife and like to be around <laughs> nude people. And Kevin <laughs> like, yo, the, the clip was hilarious. But yeah, that's how I feel right now. I'm, I'm, I'll look at, 
I'll look it up. I've definitely seen some. I don't know. I've seen Kevin Hart has a new show on like E Network. I've seen two clips of that. I think it's Heart to Heart or something like that. I don't know, but I know he's like he had a conversation. I saw two clips. One where he was like he had it with like T Pain, Ti, and I think Rick Ross and their significant others. And like T Pain asks, can he keep the paddle for other reasons? And then T and then look, Kevin Hart called him nasty. What and then, I don't know. I didn't see the. I didn't see the episode. I just saw the clip. And then there was another clip where he did one with the the WWE superstars, like some of the uh, some of the married couples of the WWE. And I think he was talking to. I think it was Naomi because I didn't. I wasn't really paying attention to it. Dark she was girl. yes, really pretty. I mean, that goes for a lot of them. And I mean, actually, she's very gorgeous. Like she's she's top five that are alive. Um, but uh, the reason I because Kevin Kevin Hart was talking something and then she goes like Kevin Hart, you must remember we the same weight class. Oh, I'll be <laughs> <laughs> and I remember going like, "Damn, Kevin Hart better watch his mouth." Yeah, like, he is. Yeah. The sad thing is, she's actually probably right. They probably are in the same weight class. Uh huh. Like, oh my goodness! You know, fun fact: Kevin Hart is the only man ever to go under all the ropes. Really? Like to go. Then to go under the like the second rope, he went under it on his time in WWE, and he's the only man to ever do it. Is he that small that he can fit under the second ropes? Mm-hmm. Nice. Look it up. Look it up. I remember. I that's when I was like, I was watching WWE at that time. Uh, like he was doing it with a a superstar. They were doing like he was doing a crowd surf, and literally he went under the second rope, and he's the only person to ever do it. And they told him that too. You're the only, you're the only other person to ever do it. Hold up, I'm, I'm looking for it now. We have an episode to do. <laughs> Listen, this is our show. We do what we want. Right? Mm, that's debatable. Oh. I don't. I'm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I personally don't really need your opinion. My opinion, my statement stands. I would definitely date a porn star. Yeah, you're out of your mind. Okay, I, I live that. I mean, I live it. I love it. I don't mind all the other things I gotta do, like regularly get regularly tested, all those stuff. I could get busted in the fuck. Nah, it would. I don't care how you feel. Nah, that's you're not I, caring how you feel. Disrespectful. <laughs> I I didn't even say anything that was that funny. It was just wild. That was just wild. Disrespectful. Like how you try to segue that. But go on. Who am I to stop you? What are we getting into tonight? Well, look, you did the segue. Don't ask me. Oh, my <laughs> fault. Uh, we, we, you know, we're going to discuss. Nobody cares how you feel, Tayshawn. What the fuck? You nobody, went back nobody, to it? Nobody, <laughs> gives, nobody gives a flying F how you feel. I already knew that. <laughs> well, what made, well, what made you so sure? I'm 28. That's why. Don't remind me. <laughs> Don't remind me that you're 28. You know why? Because you're 30. Close to it. <laughs> nah, close enough. Close you, enough. And my, you, and, you and Alexis. Love you both. Who's Alexis? Don't worry about it. Is Alexis your roommate? No. My roommate? Don't, no, she's not my roommate. <laughs> so who's Alexis? You can't just be name dropping and then, and then not. Not- no, you can't. It's not can. It's my. It's our show. I do what the fuck I want. <laughs> you said it. Well, you just said that there we'll see. Like we don't know about that. It was debatable. Exactly. 
It's always debatable because sometimes when I want to do shit, you'd be like, no, we can't do it. That's and I'm and I continue to do it regardless, but you know it's still debate. See the point that I that exactly you do it anyway, no matter what happens. I know. I just like I like to give to me. It's worth it. Like I like to see it's to me. It's funny to see that you think you have a chance to stop me because you're disrespectful. Me disrespectful never. I respect I respect you and all your feelings and everything that comes with oh, it. You you absolutely <laughs> do not. Now you're just lying. Me lie? I've never lied to you. You're lying. Hold on, hold on. Let me think about it. And anyway, no, I actually have never lied to you. You're lying right now. You lie to me all the time. I'm not lied to you once. You're lying now. There's certain, there's there's amount of there. I can actually name the amount. There are people I've never lied to. You should and be happy. You're one of them. The fact that you're lying to me now hurts my feelings. Fuck your feelings. See ex- exactly. See, there's the topic right there. You, you, oh my, you did it. You did it first. You right. cannot bring that. You literally said no one cares about your feelings twice to me. You cannot act like you didn't do this. Well, you you acting like it's not true. People I know it's how you feel. I know it's not true. But you know, you, just, you said the joke once. So you you did it to me twice. I had to do it once. Well, are you trying to get even? Just for that one time, I care well, a little bit. We we got forty more minutes. <laughs> I got yeah. I definitely got time. <laughs> I got nothing but time right now. Oh, man, uh, when's the last time? When's, when's the last time you honestly felt that someone or or when's the last time you felt heard or uh help me out here? Last month. Last month. Last yeah. last month. Wait now. We just started August. August just started. Okay. Are you, uh, are you talking about June or July? Technically both, I guess. Okay. So, so me and my so me and my two roommates. Yeah. One yep. one at the moment. I'll tell you their names. My roommates Cassandra and, and Emmy. We have a sit. We have a discussion every month to discuss how we we discuss like what we want to do in the with the house. Like we want to discuss cleaning. Uh, what point one has done that bothered them during the month or stuff. We take a time in the month just to sit down and have a full discussion about the whole month, so we get everything out. So we get everything out going in. So that's that's why I said like last month. But also, there have been many times where I just kind of just yell what I think, and people just kind of just listen because I'm loud as fuck. <laughs> Do you feel like they actually listened to what you had to say, digested it, valued it, all of the above? I can say I can name a few friends that definitely have done that, mm. and in July, in July, yeah, August just started, so you know. But you see how the 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 gap in between, the gap between, the gap in between times that you felt like your your opinion or your feelings are being valued or whatever. What do you, What do you mean? Like what what gap are you asking about? So. You said that the last time you felt like you're like you felt valued or that your your opinions actually meant something was damn near a month ago. Yeah, We're in August. So my point is nobody cares how you feel, right? Or do you feel that way all the time? Or do how often do you feel that way? Uh I I am the going to you, the fact that you have to think about it. I'm going to decide not to answer that question because that's more of a therapist question, and I stopped going to therapy. Why'd you stop? Uh, my therapist said I didn't need it no more. 
What? <laughs> I'm being very, I'm being very I'm being very honest. <laughs> she did, she thought I didn't need it anymore, so she's like, I think you're good. You should be okay. Just remember doing all remember doing just keep doing the practices we've been doing and you should be okay. And I was like, I bet. <laughs> I, I always felt like therapy, like once you commit to therapy, that's a lifelong process. It's like it's a, for some people it is, but if you learn to like if you come if you get to a point where like you can be fully aware of your emotions or like you can realize how you feel about certain things and try to take a course what's best for you, you don't really you won't really need to go to a therapist. It's good to have like a second opinion, objective opinion. But that's what I'm saying. It should feel like a lifelong process though, because if you as a man start making decisions that are destroying your life and you feel like nobody is there to help you with these things and you decide to go see a therapist and your therapist works with you to the point where sh- they feel like, you know what? I don't think you need me anymore. And you say to yourself, wait, I don't think I like, I don't think I should do this by myself. I think I actually do need you. No, can you that? No, I'm fully, I fully believe in myself to do it. But that's why I, when you said the gap, that's why I was confused. I'm like, what gap are you asking about? Cause I like to think we, so I surround myself with a lot of friends that listen to me. And make me feel like I'm heard. But do they actually take your feelings into consideration? And yeah, when I voice them, so it's, you are, you need to understand that I also have a strong habit of not saying what the fuck I think or how I or how I really feel. Now, as long why, as yeah, now we getting somewhere. Why is that? Why do you feel that way? Honestly, because the other option where I was trained, where my feeling, where it doesn't matter what you think, just deal with the crowd. Just, just let the crowd do it at once and let them learn their own lessons. Such as? Oh, I was definitely... Whenever, like, I tell... When I... High school. Uh, I'm gonna say high school, but there's times, like, when you give... You know when you give your people advice? You're like, yo, man, you shouldn't really be doing this, this, and that. And they'll be like, I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, that's when you're like, it doesn't really matter what I do. If the crowd goes against it, even though it's wrong, you just gotta let the crowd be. Once they fuck up, they'll learn their lessons. Fuck around and find out. That's the scientific method. Fuck around and find out. No, that's the scientific black method. There's a difference. Sometimes well, that's, that's the that's the hood that, method. And that's pretty much every scientific method, though. You you come up with a hypothesis, you test the experiment, and then you see what the results are. Fuck around and find out. No. No, you're right. You're you are you are fully right. Oh shoot! My, my, my laptop done almost went to sleep on me. Anyway, that's what she said. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. I feel disrespected. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're not. Because you, you don't care how I feel. I care um, a little. I care a little. I, I I just don't think that this society really honestly cares about the way men feel because. If we start to complain about everything that we feel on a day-to-day basis, we get more rebuttals than anything else. Well, uh, that's definitely the truth. Uh, you want to know? I will tell you this: is something that I always think about. What's that? Like, you know how everyone's like they want we'll start like on social media things. They're like they want men to like to say how they feel and all this other stuff. Uh huh. And the rebuttal is like no, because every time we do it, we always gotta we gotta think about like oh, how does this sound? Because it can come out wrong. So then I gotta think about how it comes out. Second, once I say it, 
once you say it, then you're going to react to it and have a different emotion to it. So then I got to think about your emotions now and try to comfort you if you get upset. And it's just not worth it. And it's like not worth the time to do it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> that happens to me a lot. Like I'll often, I'll like I'm when I used to date this girl in high school. Every I would not keep a lot of things to myself. Well, I would keep a lot of things to myself because I felt like there's really nothing to get angry over or whatever have you. But every time that I would bring something to her attention, it would seem like an attack. And I'm like, I'm not attacking you. I'm just just stating an observation. Right. I'm telling you how I feel about the observation. Exactly. But now and you're now you're crying and now I have to comfort you. And we're just gonna completely ignore what I said anyway. And and we got lost like the original issue completely gets lost because you felt a certain way about something I said. Mm. So you know what? I'm just not gonna say anything. And I'm just gonna That's boom, literally that's suffering silence. That's literally how that's how I work. I said one thing, I'm like, well, it didn't come out apparently the way I said it made everybody upset. So I'm just gonna stay quiet for the rest of the day then. Flashbacks to yesterday. <clears throat> is that a song? No, it's not. Oh, flash! Oh, you mean with? <laughs> you no, know, I was telling you the truth, bro. I didn't think you were upset. Call me I didn't think. Out. I didn't think you were upset. I was just very, but the way you said it, it, you made it sound like it was so bad, though. I didn't think you were mad about it. I was just like, damn. I was like, why are you? I like. I was like, damn. You really just, just be, like, hey, you just gonna be like that? Like, I don't know what they did to you, but damn. They didn't do anything. I'm just making a classification. That's really all I was doing. Yeah, but on that, you don't have. That's not something you obviously. That's something you need to talk to our producer about. Because I didn't. I didn't say a single word to argue against you. I was. Yeah. I literally. I literally said that based on the way you said it, or the way it came out, and the text, the way you wrote it, it just sounded like you were just upset about it. No. <laughs> no. It, and Jeremy, self admittedly, he likes to argue. He likes I know you both. You both do. Personally, I don't. actually, I really don't. For this very same reason, because I'm like, no, what I'm gonna say, what I said was misinterpreted. And instead of the, me getting asked to clarify what I meant, it got thrown back at me and said, "This is what you probably meant by this." I'm like, no, that's not what it. And that type of thing really actually does bother me. Like, I don't like. In fact, I'll, you know what? This goes into the topic because I have a friend <laughs> who, who shall remain nameless. Right. Oh, okay. What she'll do is she'll I'll say something or I won't say something. Right. Mm-hmm. No matter what I do, if I say it or I don't, I'll get accused of saying something else or I'll, I'll respond a certain way. And my act, my response gets taken in a direction that I don't that really is not where it's intended to go. But she'll take it there. And I'm like. This is why I don't say anything, and this is why I don't argue with you, because I know, and instead of you asking me about, okay, what did you mean by this, or can you explain to me how you're feeling or where your thought process was, she'll just throw it back at me and just be like, see, this is how you talk, and this is this is what you, this is how you sound to me, and I'm like, well, that's not what I'm saying, and she'll just throw it at me, and I'm like, nah, this is why I don't like talking to you sometimes. No, I, I fully, I get you, I get you. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, like I said, I, like you and Jeremy were going at it. I, I, you saw my messages. I was like, I'm so confused on what's happening. 
And I was confused. You disappeared after the, the initial conversation started. That's not true at all. I literally was reading the whole thing. I was also working at the time, but like I was there between all the messages. Oh, you were? Oh, I thought you had disappeared because I disappeared for a while because I was traveling. No, I legit was like, literally, my messages were like, what is going on? I'm so confused. I asked one question. How did you get it here? Like, you saw those messages. But there was time. I guess sometimes we start with one conversation and it drifts off into a whole different kind of conversation. I know that happened to me yesterday too, not regarding you guys, but regarding something else. But like, it always happens. What's the reason? That honestly was the reason I think I went through like six months without asking any hypotheticals. I think I just started doing it again. <laughs> You're about to go enough six months without it, aren't you? <laughs> Nah, this one was not as bad as the reason why I stopped watching, why I stopped asking hypotheticals. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, man, it, it, it gets frustrating to a point holding all that stuff in because I'm like, it's not yo, healthy. I didn't say, like, huh? It's not healthy. It's not. It's not. So, what kind of coping methods do you have to, or not necessarily coping methods, but like, what type of outlets do you have when you're emotionally frustrated and you feel like no one's listening to you or no one's hearing you? I, so my, personally, my, my first outlet is technically, I have, a, whenever I, I have another friend, I have friends, I don't know how many, I'm going to say three, three to four, that like, if I'm like emotionally frustrated, I can, I can type it, I can call them or text it to them. And then they would be like, all right, I see where you're getting. I, like, they won't judge or anything. They will legit be like, ah, okay, I get it. Like, and then I'll be like, I'm sorry that this happened to you, bro. It's like, I'm not here for you if you need me. Well, that's my first outlet. My second outlet is honestly just writing it, is, uh, is writing it down. Because most of the, if I get a certain emotion, I can out amplify it to be like, what emotion would lead to this? And then I'll write. Like I'll do a short story or I'll do a poem about it. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see how dark or how happy it gets. We don't question it. So what I do is I present everything or whatever situation I can I have until um one of my best friends who's you know she's almost she's she's a, she's not a therapist yet but she has her LMSW. Oh, <clears throat> that's good. She should become one. And I wish her luck. I wish her luck in that. Yes, I think she'll be very good at it. And what I'll do is I'll try to be as objective as possible and just present the facts of a situation and tell me, and I'll ask her to tell me, like, yo, where did that go wrong here? Like, what's happening here? You know, once she becomes a therapist, you can't do that with her no more, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> or, or at least I, I can't be one of her clients. Yeah, we, you, can't be one of her ten, you can't be one of her clients because she knows you personally. Yeah, so I use that's what I do, and she'll just be like, "Well, okay, A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S." I'm not doing the rest. W X Y and Z. So it, it, but it helps me put a lot of things into perspective. But the point is, I feel heard. You know what I mean? I felt seen, heard, read, whatever you want to say. Because she'll be like, "Yo, you wilded out right there. Like, what does that even mean? You know what I mean?" <laughs> I thought, yeah. That's literally what I said. Like you bugged out. <laughs> that's how I literally in the middle of that I'm not gonna bring up. I'm not gonna say what led to you and Jeremy's argument over that porn star conversation. 
But literally, I was like, how did we get here? Like, I don't understand how the argument started. I literally asked, and none of you really had a real answer. You just kind of just read, you just kind of just copied and post what you said again. And I was like, that didn't really answer me, but okay. At that point, me and him were kind of dug in our trenches and... I know. It the, was, the problem is, you were on the same side of the fucking war. <laughs> it, was, like, it wasn't even a... It wasn't like... It wasn't truly a real fight. It wasn't even... The problem was, it wasn't even a fight about what the first question was about. It was about something else. It was about something else entirely. It, yeah, yeah. it was kind of silly. But so really, it, the war ended and you two were neighbors. You were just throwing shit at each other. That's yeah, what we're happened. Were Dinkelberg and, and Timmy Turner's dad. I don't know who was Dinkelberg, because Dinkelberg's normally just there. Dinkelberg, Dinkelberg was his... uh. Was his neighbor, and he just despised I, him. For no I know, but I'm saying, like, I don't know who was Dingleberg in that situation because you both were going at each other. Dingleberg, oh. <laughs> like, it'd be a better analogy if, like, one of you were just like, I don't understand why you're yelling at me. <laughs> I was oh, defending yeah. myself, really. You were. You were. I guess I can, you would have been Dingleberg technically in this situation. Yeah, wow. yeah, Jeremy, I'm Dingleberg, nigga. <laughs> oh, great. Um, I hope he, I hope he edits a response to that. I really hope he does. <laughs> I won't like I probably won't watch it, but I hope he does. I was like, in fact, I will watch the I will watch the video just so I can see his response. I'll get over my I'll get over my pain. <laughs> uh, you don't know how much I hated yesterday. I hated last week listening to this. Oh my god! <laughs> I listened to last week's. It wasn't that bad. We don't sound that bad, bro. We sound like. You don't- you understand? It's not. It's not like our top. The thing was going. It was going great. I hate me. I can't oh. stand my own voice. Oh, you hate yourself. Oh, you poor thing. Go fuck yourself. First of all, <laughs> I can't stand my. I can't stand hearing my own voice. I understand. And I understand. I understand. Everyone tells it, and I've got messages, and everyone's like, "You sound great," and every other stuff. I was like, "It doesn't matter." Like, I appreciate your opinion, and I love you all who said it, but like. It bothers my eardrums to a sense that, like, I have to turn off my computer sometimes. This brother hates his own voice. It's it's just it's not that I it's, there's certain sounds that I hear that like drive me insane. Like um like uh the ICs people the people who do ICs in the street I I hate them. I hate when they do that little scraping shit. It drives me up the fucking wall. Because it causes me pain. And the same thing when someone's writing on a chalkboard, I hate this is why I hated school. <laughs> it was nothing to do with the teach. It was the, the writing on the chalkboard hurts my ears once I got into like high school. I couldn't tell you why, it just did. Okay, respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. Yeah. Then dig if I hear someone digging for ice, I might contemplate shooting them in the head. I'm not gonna lie to you. Wow. That took a violent turn. It it's my ears are very sensitive, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man. So what can men do to feel more valued in places where they feel like their emotions are not being respected or heard? Because I feel I know a lot of men who feel like they're being pulled in a bunch of different directions and no one is you know, no one is either a recognizing the efforts that, that get made by men. No to, go ahead. Sorry, I'm just gonna cut you off. I know you got. I'm, not, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, personally, I the first, probably the first suggestion is probably to get it there, go to therapy. Is that like if you want? Why someone, is therapy the first answer? 
I don't know. I was going to say, like, get a group of friends. Like, try to find a better group of friends or find a group of friends or find a friend that is that you feel like will actually listen to you and give you an honest opinion. Like, that, that was, like, my first idea. But, like, some people, unfortunately, especially men and some women, some of y'all don't really have friends like that, honestly. What, men, you say? Men or women. Like, some of y'all really just don't have friends. Well, you know what? Honestly, I've as I've gotten older, you know, I'm obviously I'm approaching 30. As we um, already talked, you're just 29. It's okay. I'm approaching 30. I'm. Quick side note. Quick side note, right? Quick uh, side bar. One of my cousins is about to turn 40. Shout out to Keenan. He's about hey, to turn 40 in. Happy in birthday. birthday. Well, his birthday's in November, so he got a little while. Happy um, almost birthday. You, you actually met Keenan when we went to Yankee Stadium. Oh, I remember. I, yes, I remember. I, bet, I barely remember. I don't remember his face. You remember his face? I don't. Oh, okay. Um, But anyway, he'll be 40 soon, and he'll actually be one of the first on in my generation to turn 40 because... um. One of the first men to grad to turn forty because remember my cousin died at thirty six. Yeah, he and, made it. Yeah, and my cousin, my my god brother was killed at thirty nine. So yeah, he didn't reach forty yet either. I told you we die young. I can't picture an older me. Yeah. So when when I told him that yo when he when he said yo I'm about to be I can't believe I'll be forty this year I was like bro. This is a milestone for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a milestone for us. No, like it's a milestone for you. It's a milestone for us. Right. In general, it's a milestone for us. I told it's you, like, I don't I don't even think I'm gonna make 40. I tell you a lot of truth. Sure, I'm gonna get killed randomly in the street one day. Stop it. Please don't mm-hmm. talk like that. And then Damn I reminded man. him, I reminded him that yo, next year I'll be 30. And he's like, Yeah, I can't even like like he, he couldn't fathom me turning 30. I can't yeah. fathom. I can't fathom you turn thirty. I can't yeah. fathom myself turning thirty. This is see. This is another thing about men's issues that we don't talk about enough. Men, I feel like men realize their mortality different than women do because uh, we're just like, especially black men, like we are. That's why we don't like going to the doctor. You know what I'm saying? Because we're scared of our own mortality. I don't. I don't think we're scared of our more our own mortality. I feel like we just face it so much earlier. I definitely remember at the age of four, like, realizing I'm going to die and crying about it. God damn. And then my grandmother telling me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I, I'm very serious on that one. I remember crying about, like, I'm going to die. And my grandmother was on the phone. She told me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but oh, that's funny. You know my family. That's why you're laughing. <laughs> I Everyone who knows my family will laugh at that because they just know that's how my family is. That's exactly how they are. Your mother, yeah. your, your family is is very. I'm the nicest one out of my family, and that's like I know you're gonna be like that's sad. It's very sad. I'm the nicest person in my family. Oh shoot. Um, oh okay. Wait. So back to our friends, right? Mm-hmm. I always felt like as as I as I've gotten older, as you've gotten older. My circle has gotten a lot more Tither. smaller. No, yeah. smaller because I'm like smaller and tighter. Right. I'm like I don't need this many friends as many friends as I desired in my younger days. I'm like, nah, I don't need a million friends to 
to to have my to to put my ear to every time I need I, I have a problem or anything. As long as I got like five or six main peoples of either sex that I that I can you know lean on or whatever have you, then I'm good. I don't need a, a a football team of niggas to help me. <laughs> you learned the lesson I learned in high school. Huh? You learned the lesson I learned in high school as you got older. Well, yeah. Listen, I don't. I personally, I the ironic part is like I personally don't care about how many friends because I have a small group of friends. I have a small group of friends. It's ironic because like I've had that. I I've had that mentality since like middle since high school, middle school, and yet I'm over here with thirty main friends over here bothering me. Yeah, I don't need that. I, I don't. I don't need not, that. Not let me not say bother. They're not really bothering me. But nah. like at a certain point, because I told I have I have like seven. Hold on, let me count. I think I have like seven to six friends from middle school that I still talk to. Mm-hmm. I got like, like, let me. I gotta count how many I have. It's not as many as it used to be, but I definitely have to count. What? Mm, it might be four to five now because I gotta think. It might be four to five, but still, that's middle school. Right. That's that's twenty years. Lord knows those friends. I didn't think those friendships would last. You want the honest truth? <laughs> I mean, we nah, we make jokes about it all the time. Literally, we'll we'll we literally have like plans to meet up and do stuff, and we'll like spend the whole weekend together. And then literally the next day, we'll be like, "I'm tired of you. I need better friends." <laughs> Yikes! That's that's cruel. No, that's just the way we are. And yeah. and and that honestly, it's. When we do that, we honestly, and then literally the next two hours, someone will go through something, and we're all in a group, in a, a 10-man group chat about, like, what happened to you, bro? Why, like, who got you tripping right now? Tell us about it. See, I can't do that. I can't, I don't want to be, I, first of all, I'm in way too many group chats, as you know. So, then, who I'm you, in, like, we both, you alone. we both are. <laughs> um, But then there's also, like, I always try to surround myself with, with the type of dudes that I kind of want to be, you know what I mean? Like you see, how many, uh, how many guys in our channel two squad chat are fathers or husbands? Oh, or that's, a good, that's a good question. How many are in there? Um, our father. <laughs> well, there's Jeremy, there's Isaiah, Stephen, and well, uh, oh, what's his name, Jamal, and then. Uh, what's his name? It's not really active like that, but Davon. Okay, that's five. And then I think Isaiah's the only one that's actually married. Congratulations. Um, Jer- Jeremy is... Was married. Was. <laughs> He'll and, get there. He'll get there, and I believe in him. Right, exactly. And I think Steven has... I think he's popped the question at least twice. I think he's been married before, but then oh, I think he, I think he might be trying to get with his next... Like his girlfriend, I think he might propose to the next one. I'm not sure. Oh, and I, I hope I they don't. I hope they don't listen to this. I don't want to put pressure on you, bro. Take your time. No, pop the question now. No, nah, time is time is running out. It's monkeypox and COVID. No, 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 no. Take your time, bro. Don't do it unless it feels right. Monkeypox and COVID. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Well, um, actually, someone, someone in my family just not someone, not my immediate family. One of my cousins, I think, just caught monkeypox too. Damn, how that happen? What do you mean? How, how how did the person catch it? I don't think he. I don't think my cousin got. I think his spouse. His spouse has it. Aww. But I think uh, it was something about do an abandoned dog or something. 
Terrible. Uh, sorry, I just got interesting sports news. What's that? I don't know if you remember. Do you remember a sport called slam ball? No. So slam ball is basketball with trampolines. I don't think I would want to see that, but okay. It's it's basketball with like a little bit of football rules. Like you're allowed to like push, like push people and stuff like that, and then add trampolines. And apparently, it's making a return. Uh, it's being funded, and it's being it's making a return next year in the summer, with help of some with some players, with help with some players in the NBA. Oh, because I I think there was. What's the name of that player that was saying like, "Yo, if if they really like, if these retired players or some of these current players still love the game, then they should go to like the pro am games to watch, so, so that way young people can watch them play who can't necessarily afford NBA games, something like that." I mean, Is that part of that? Uh, no, no not really, because okay, I don't think I want to see the retired players be jumping on a trampoline like that. I feel like that's a bit aggressive for them. Yeah, I do is. know if. If anything, I feel like the thing, the pro amp is more like the big three by Ice Cube. Right. I feel like that's more, that's more of it because that's when you definitely see more of the older players. Okay, that's true. That's fair. Um, I don't know, man. I just think that we as a society need to start, honestly, as men, we need to start talking more about our feelings to the point where people go stop you know, um, I'm sorry, I got distracted. No, it's okay. I figured. Look, I figured. <laughs> where, um, we, where we could stop honestly ostracizing dudes for just talking about how they felt about certain things. Like, oh, did you see how, uh, did you see Will Smith's apology video? I did not, actually. You should watch it because I felt like he was, I felt like he was being transparent in it, emotionally transparent. And I think, I, I well, I don't know how Chris Rock will respond to it, but if I was Chris Rock, I would at least open up some dialogue about what happened. But who who can tell Chris Rock how to respond to something? You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to tell Chris Rock how he should feel about getting slapped. Right. Personally. Yeah. But I feel like, <clears throat> because nobody nobody really knows how either person felt after the situation. I mean, we all saw how Will Smith was crying on stage when he accepted the Oscar. What the hell? Oh, I'm sorry. And all this <laughs> other stuff. Um, but no one really knows, unless you saw Chris Rock during his stand-up tour, none of us really know how he honestly felt about yeah. the situation. Yeah, no one really knows how Chris Rock really felt. And he's like, he's not like he didn't take any time to like really talk about it anytime soon. I'm like the only the, literally the, all of his comments were the last thing I saw with Chris Rock is um his thing. There's like a clip going around now. It was a Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, and Kevin Hart all on stage together. Right, just, they were just like doing regular talking stuff. Well, Chris, no, well, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle had opened for them at Madison Square Garden. That's what it was. Nah, yeah, and then they, I think one of them brought a goat on stage and named it Will Smith or something. I don't know. Um, no, Kevin Hart bought Chris Rock a coat and named right. it, and named it Will Smith. See now, it, like, <clears throat> excuse me, like he's making jokes about it, and that's something that we as men do all the time. Like we'll joke about 
how we're feeling. But- oh, not even our feelings. In any, I think there's in anything. If like I think as men, as soon as something doesn't kill you, the satire, like all the jokes are flying. That's what I've learned. Yeah. Now, now is that is that appropriate? A is that appropriate? And B is that healthy? Oh, a coping coping mechanism that we employ to try to get over the trauma. Personally, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to that. Because to some people, that's just the way they cope with it. Because honestly, that's how I used to cope with certain things. Like when certain, yeah, like I would make jokes about it. And like I was like, my, I'm like, once I make joke about it, I figure everyone else would make joke about it. But at a certain at a certain point, you have there are going to be some things that like someone's going to make a joke about, and then you're going to be like, I'm, it's not, it wasn't really that. Like, I kind of don't want you to talk about it. Like, it kind of doesn't make me feel comfortable. But or, you, have, I feel like at, but you also have to express that you have to make it known. I, but I feel like I just, it it you have to define the limit early. Yeah, because it's like. Yeah. You have to define it, and you have to stick to it. You can't like just. This is the same. Honestly, it's the same thing I told uh, one of my coworkers. Because uh, we were do. This has nothing really to do with feelings, but we were like planning an event for like. I have I my job is I work with I work with families, and we were doing something for the family. We were taking them to like the aquarium, and then like one of my coworkers was like, "Well, what if this person is not able to come, but their kid is, and this, 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 and me, and I told them I was like." We have to stay firm in our rules. Like we have to set a limit. We have to set a rule. We have to stay firm into it. Like maybe, maybe later on in the year or next year we can start making exceptions. But this is our first time. We have to stay. Have to stick to this limit for real, so so we can seem serious. But yeah, like, like uh, I personally don't. I personally don't like joking around. I don't make jokes about people's exes. Personally, this is before I had one or anyone. Like I don't make fun of anyone's exes or anything like that. So but that's a limit I have that I set. Like I was like, because I don't know how certain relationships are. Like I'm, I one of my friends. I'm not going to say his name, but one of my friends told me that one of his exes literally abused him, like domestically, like physically abused him. And I was like, I'm not going to. You can't really make jokes about that. And then someone else is over there letting jokes fly about how he's trying to fuck someone else's ex. I'm like, yo, no, I'm not. Jesus, what's going on? What's going on in your friend groups, bro? I have a lot of friends. We don't we don't make jokes like that in our groups. No, but that's just how some people some people are certain certain way. Like I don't I don't joke about people's marriages or relationships either, and I also don't joke about their kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't joke about their kids unless Ah, not even unless I don't joke about their kids unless I know them. Like I help raise them. Then I make jokes about people's kids. But that's because they're taking they would like if I help raise them from like fully raise them for years. I'm making jokes about that kid because I helped raise that kid. So I'm gonna make the joke. I make, I'm just, I, make, I make observational jokes. Like one of my coworkers, I was like, "Yo, your kids are afraid of you, bro," because <laughs> of the way that he talks to them. Sometimes I'd be like, "Yo, your your kids are definitely afraid of you." And he's like, he, you know, it, it got to a point. I think he became self conscious of it. Yeah, honestly, at a certain point, even like your kids or anything that you help take care of, if someone's like, someone tells you, like, now they're afraid of you, you're going to feel self conscious about it. Because I felt, I felt self conscious about that when it came to my um, puppy. 
Wait, what about the puppy? I would, like, whenever I would raise my voice, he would just cower in the corner and pee himself. And I was like... Like, come on, man. I didn't do anything. <laughs> but now, he, yeah. now he's not like that. Now, like, he'll, he listens, and he, but he know whenever I, like, I raise my voice, he won't go crowning into the corner or, like, pee himself. He'll just look at me like, which one? <laughs> like, he, he still knows when I'm upset. When he, knows, when he knows I'm upset, then he'll get a little scared. Well, yeah, dogs can read body language. Yeah, but, <clears throat> but, but, now, but at least now, whenever like I like, cause I just shout out of excitement when I play video games. Now he won't. Now he knows the difference. Yeah, definitely. I'll, but I think you, you know what another thing is: a lot of men feel like like the weight of the world is on their shoulders. That they gotta just. I mean, think about it. We built the world that most people live in today. You know what I mean? So, like, huh? Both humans did. I'll say men. Well, of course, but you know what I mean by that. Like, men were usually seen as the leaders of societies. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, like, more laborers. I was like, that's more true, I guess. Well, that too. We did the the heavy lifting. Heavier stuff. Right. So, Mm -hmm. we established a lot of societies, um, you know, try to create a world in which we can live in. So we feel like a lot of the the weight of maintaining that world is on the shoulders of men. So a lot of times, like we we don't we genuinely don't see a, a a release from that. I feel like like you get what I'm saying. Like sometimes we don't feel like there's a release because we have to keep this thing going to the point where we drive ourselves into the ground, trying to make something of ourselves trying to create a uh so say like if you've got a family try to create an environment for your family where they can feel safe and protected and provided for no no i I get you even that even family wise even when you're young or you're in a group of friends once you establish just not bringing a family and kids like once you establish yourself something we talked about once you establish yourself as like a strong person that can just handle burdens you feel like the burden only gets heavier Every other time, big facts. So it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like if you're like, it doesn't come to anything. Like as a child, as a family, or in a friend group. Once you make yourself, once you once you have designated that you can handle heavier burdens than most people, it just keeps growing and growing. But where's your limit? Like that's when you have to find out. Once I think you don't find out your limit until you broke until you get broken. And then you're like, how do I get? How do I get as strong as I was, or how do I get stronger? That's what you. That's when you try to figure out. I've I've said it before. I'll say it again. Even the most patient of men have limits. Everyone, everyone has limits. Everyone has a limit, and then really depending on how your mental is, how you mentally think about stuff, you're like, okay, my limit's been set, but I could still keep going. Or you're just like, all right, I found this limit. How do I push it? I don't think you should push limits. Because you, you'll, you'll, listen, if you don't find your limits, your limits will find you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Your limit limit will get you eventually. Exactly. It'll just like if you don't take time for your body to rest, your body will find it for you. Like, Uh, you know what I mean? And it won't, or you're recovering instead of resting. I know. 
I'm in the recovery mode every day now. Oof. My my condolences. You know, uh, what? I I can't even be mad. I can't even say anything because I'm kind of in the same way. <laughs> I was like, you can't say that. You definitely had you have you have more surgeries than I have. I think. Yeah, I have. I have, yeah. I have two. You had two. I think I've had one. I, and I'm I'm probably going to be headed for another. Same. Another Ten years. Same. <laughs> I think I got like I think I got four lined up personally. When it comes to like when it comes to knee restructure. Like, I'm sure I got something wrong with my spine. <laughs> you think you have? You think you need knee reconstruction surgery? Oh, I'm positive I do, bro. Oh. For both knees. Oh, I shouldn't be able to stretch out my leg and hear a popping sound every time. I'm just being honest. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's rough. It is what it is. That is definitely <laughs> rough. Oh man. When that time when that time comes, I'll deal with it. Or be like my coach who had to get two hip, had to get hip surgery like three times now. Uh, I, lo- I should call that. I should call him. I wonder how coach is doing. Coach Howard, you're not going to listen. You're not going to hear this, but I hope you're okay. Back to me. Um, Got to fight him to Thanksgiving next year. If he's, in the, if he's in New York, he might be in the South next year and during Thanksgiving. I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> if any other man wants to like hear a song, or you want to listen to a song that kind of encapsulates this episode to a T, go back to Kendrick Lamar. What? What? No, I'm listening to continue. Um, I was trying to say before I was so rudely interrupted by my co-host over here, if you want to hear a song that kind of encapsulates this episode to a T, go back and listen to Kendrick Lamar's album, Damn, and the song Feel. Feel that song pretty much encapsulates everything that we're trying to say here tonight. I love that song with a passion because it's like, yeah, that kind that that song kind of just like spoke everything. I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't remember that song. Go so go back and listen to it. <laughs> I guess I have to. I I listen to that whole album. You know, that's right. I'm giving you homework. The fuck, I don't do it now. Don't <laughs> talk. Don't ever do that. <laughs> don't ever do that. It's not like I'm asking you to write a paper. I even worse. I definitely won't do it then. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to understand. I am, I'm petty when it comes to homework now. Yeah, I know. I know. You know why, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you. I'm, you're, I'm sure you're a rebel with for no reason whatsoever. I don't think it's being a rebel. I'm just don't like. I just don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Personal personal preference. I don't think it's being a rebel. Honestly. Like I'm sure I'm gonna go back and listen to that album now because I think I I, to, I think the first time I listened to the whole album I think I was on uh I was doing certain things that I will not say on this podcast. <laughs> well, nobody cares how you feel, Tayshawn. So let's, there's that. We uh, I fucking hate you so much. That's the name of the episode. Nobody cares, bro. Oh, is that the name? That's the name of this episode. Yeah, that's the name of the episode. Nobody cares, bro. Just yo, listen. Just figure it out. Whatever you're yeah, dealing yeah. with, figure it out. Nobody's oh. gonna. Nobody's going to hold your hand through the process. Damn. No one's going to feel sorry for you. God no damn. One's going to, <laughs> no one's going to cry <laughs> over you. No one's going to cry with you. God damn. You pick yourself up by your bootstraps. God damn. Get it together. <laughs> 
Oh my god! Oh, I know, right? He's just a child! God damn! <laughs> oh god! What a slobber knocker! <laughs> god damn! No, bro, god damn! <laughs> Yo, am I wrong? Kinda. <laughs> Nobody cares, sir. Nobody. Someone, ca- someone cares. Not a you. Uh, maybe. That, you might be right on that one, but. You gotta care enough for yourself. You should always okay. self love is always important. But there are there are people who care. You just gotta you just gotta be able to recognize them. Be like nobody's praying for me. <laughs> That's how the song went. <laughs> I definitely don't remember this song. But... Oh, good lord! Go for it. <laughs> I know I've heard it. Literally, you probably just don't remember it now. So remember, remember, like there was like five songs on the album he started with. Ain't nobody praying for me. That's a Black Panther album. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Oh whoa! Oh yeah! <laughs> but damn, was before that, it was. No, he, he definitely did say that in some songs in that album. Not not the ones that are not the ones that I remember. The ones I definitely remember him saying that is definitely the Black Panther album. From like uh oh, his one with SZA, the one with SZA and the one with the weekend, and definitely the one about Killmonger. All hell can't Killmonger. First of all, kill me, miss me with that bullshit. Bullshit. We ain't really wild. You's a Taurus. A Taurus. Right. He's a all hell can't Killmonger. That's all I'm saying. So Chala was good, but I, I was definitely all for Kill King. I was all for King Killmonger. I'm not gonna hold you. He was about it. He was about it, about it. He might be in the next Black Panther film, but we'll see what happens. I hope he is. I, I kind of think they'll bring him back. Oh, apparently niggas is wearing all white to the premiere. I don't know. I, and oh, I don't, I wait, all I white. Oh, I gotta get white pants. No, white pants, white shoes, white shirt. I got all. I got all those. I got a white hoodie too, but I don't got white pants. I, I, I do not suggest wearing the white hoodie. You might get mistaken for a Klansman. Right. No, for the word. I mean, like an actual hoodie. <laughs> like the hoodies like you see people training like when they jog the miles in oh. on the street. Wow. <laughs> Not if that. White hoodie, imme- immediately the thought went to Klansman. Okay? I, can, I can tell, but this ain't black, this ain't black Klansman. Like, this ain't that. I still have to go watch that movie. I haven't watched it yet. Same. I saw it's that us and also nope. I have to watch those two. I seen Get Out. Get Out was great though. But yes, man, we have the the hard task of figuring our own line, our own mess out because nobody else is gonna help you do it. Copy cool. Hope y'all understand because it's a it's a doggy dog world out there and nobody's going to help you. Nobody's <laughs> going to hold your hand through this process. Tell us about your 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 shortcomings or your your emotional labors as a man that you felt that no one honestly uh appreciated nobody you know guided you through it and nobody was just like oh bendito you know to, a pers- to a personal favor of mine keep it pg <laughs> keep yeah, it pg to, to pg 13 i do not need to hear your shortcomings when it comes to any other things that does not require pg-13 requirements right we don't want to hear about your baby mama issues because you did that to yourself 
I don't want to hear nothing about your baby mom problems or any problems you have in the bedroom. Please, yeah. God. Yeah, yeah, we don't hear well, yeah, I, I don't want that. I don't ever want to hear it. I don't. Ugh. I really want to hear from people I have. Oh, God. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> gross. But, uh, oh, yeah, Tay, remind the people, please, of our contact information. <laughs> I was going to say, remind them of what? <laughs> I was like, I figured, I was like, I was like, remind people of what? Like, he, <laughs> you, come on, you know the deal. To reach out to us, if you want to talk to us, subscribe to our YouTube channel at excuse me, brother, at youtube.com. You can read, you can follow us and DM me at excuse me, brother. That's excuse underscore me underscore brother with A, not ER, on Instagram. I do check those DMs most of the time because they kind of flash on my phone. Uh, if you have anything else, if you want to reach out to us via email, email us at excuse me, brother, podcast at gmail.com. Someone will check it eventually. But if you if you really want to get in touch, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, like and subscribe, all the other nonsense. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. All that I let, I let Jeremy do that mostly. I don't even actually what I don't even know if he puts that at the end at the end title for our podcast. <laughs> probably should talk about that. What is he what what was your question? We probably should talk about like having a possibility of us having like a like and subscribe at the end of all our podcasts when we put it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, we should. We should. We should probably discuss making an end card, but I don't want to give. I don't want to do too much. Like he just like he he volunteered to make the thumbnail. I want to be nice. I want to make people do more work. You'll be alright. This is the difference between me and you. You understand that, right? This is why people like me more than you. I don't care. I don't care about being liked anymore. I'm too old to be liked. Or to care about being liked. You haven't even reached 30 yet. Stop bitching. I'm still too old for that. Anyway, peace, love, and soul, people. Remember, men, nobody cares. <laughs> All hell, King Killmonger. Listen with that bullshit. You're really wild. You're a Taurus. I be blacking out. I be blacking out. Jeremy. <laughs> All hell, King Killmonger. <laughs> Red light, green light, red light, green light. <laughs> I fucking love that album. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you didn't even give me a, I didn't even rant today. So you should be happy. Perfect.